0: You're listening to the B2B Growth Think Tank, the show that brings you the virtual hot seat where each week my expert guests and I help another business leader by masterminding actionable solutions to a specific challenge they're currently trying to solve in their business. So if you're looking for answers to a specific challenge that you're facing, that if you could solve in the next 90 days would have a huge impact on your growth, send it in to tank at thinklikeafish.co.uk and we'll see if we can feature you on the show. My name is Adam King, your host and the captain of the ship at growth consultancy Think Like a Fish. And if you're ready to rethink what's possible for your business and discover the growth strategies, advice, and insight to turn this new vision into a reality, let's get started. Hey, Adam here, and thanks very much for tuning in. And as you are, I'm going to make the assumption that you are responsible for generating revenue for an established B2B professional service business, and you're looking to grow your revenue. So... What I've got for you, you're going to absolutely love because I've recently released my new revenue multiplier calculator and bonus training where using this tool and following the training, you'll discover how to uncover the hidden revenue opportunities in your business and be able to systemize your growth using seven revenue multipliers that can double your business in 12 months or less. So if you want to go and grab your copy, go to thinklikeafish.co.uk forward slash calculator. Now on to today's episode. Hello and welcome to the virtual hot seat section of the B2B growth think tank. Now, joining me today uh, to uh, help a fellow business owner out on the virtual hot seat is co-founder of Projection Hub, Adam Hoeksemer. Now, Adam, welcome to the virtual hot seat. Glad to be here. Right, today's challenge, and for those that have, uh, maybe this is your first time listening, what we do is we take a challenge or a question or an opportunity from a listener, and if you want your challenge featured on the show, you can simply send it in to thinktank at uh, thinklikeafish.co.uk. So today's uh, challenge uh, that we are going to sort of brainstorm and talk around is We are having a big challenge around hiring at the moment. For each position, we probably receive around 300 plus applications. And between reviewing CVs, cover letters, um, setting projects, having phone interviews and in-person and today video, I'm assuming, interviews, we probably spend upwards of 40 hours uh, finding each hire. Um, We have started using a recruiter, which has cut the time that we spend to around 10 hours but we're now paying a good amount in fees. Do you have any idea on how to improve things in this area? So Adam, you've been running business for a while. I'm assuming you've done some hiring. What is your first sort of thoughts on on, on this situation? Because I, I don't think it's a uncommon place that people find themselves in, is it?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I have done quite a bit of hiring, uh, both for my, my business projection hub. I've also, uh, served as the executive director of a small business lender and, uh, hired quite a few people through that. And I think I'll, I'll kind of take from my experience at, at, the business lender. Um, I think really what worked best for us was, uh, referrals from other staff. Um, we had one, one of the things that, Uh, we had the benefit of is that a couple of our um, staff members were uh, professors at a local college and so they had students in their class um, and they got to see which students performed well and would probably make for good employees um, and referred were able to refer um, you know those those students to be maybe start as interns and we've had a lot of folks that have started as interns and then turned into full-time employees um yeah I definitely not not had a lot of luck uh when I just post a job uh, job and get a whole bunch of random uh, resumes it just seems like boy I usually I end up hiring the person that's somehow connected I, I kind of hate mm. that but that's mm. what seems to happen
0: yeah definitely and I mean I I found Really, there isn't a lot of difference between finding good team members, finding good staff, than there is to finding good clients. I really don't think there's a huge difference in in terms of. Obviously, there are nuances and there are actual way you know things things that go into it that will be slightly different. But the approach shouldn't be that different. And what I mean by that is you are marketing for staff, you are marketing for team members. And I think one of the things that we make the mistake of sometimes is thinking that the only, the only way to market is by advertising, which is essentially the posting jobs um, on job sites and all that kind of thing, or um, you know, going to recruiters, which is like hiring an agency and, and just sort of like, you know, kind of throwing it, throwing it over the fence and saying, you deal with it, which is, I think, what a lot of people do when it comes to that sort of thing. And, and it, it's, it's sort of rather than delegation, it's, it's, it's abdication. And, you know, one of the ways is that you could work with a recruiter, but work a little bit closer in terms of, you know, how you would actually sort of work with that rather than, I think sometimes it's just right. This is my job spec. Go and find people like, Great. <laughs> you know, if you're gonna pay, you know, make sure that you're paying well. Um, that's one of the things. But I, I I'm in total agreement. It's it's around things like referrals. You know, a referred client is much easier to ultimately work with. They tend to make decisions quicker and, and all the rest of it because they are the type of client that has been referred by the client you already like working with, right? And I think that what you can always do is have an ongoing process of hiring, like even if you don't have a position, you should always be hiring. Actively talking through your network, um, having a, something on your website that says, you know, we accept applications all the time, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, that kind of thing. Um, and obviously, we don't know exactly what this business does or, or the positions that they are looking for, but you're right, interns. That's a great way of sort of, you know, getting some some help, giving them some uh, uh, experience as well. I think there's some really, really good things in there as well. And I mean, when it comes to, have you ever, have you been through a process or, or have anything whereby you can reduce, because I think one of the, reading it or sort of looking into this a little bit more, the challenges around the time it takes. And they're kind of going. Well, I either I, I think I only I, I either I have I either have to invest time or I have to invest money. Which is I'll either do this myself or I pay a recruiter. Have you got any experience of, of how to reduce the time that this that the hiring process can take?
1: Yeah, I, you know, I have. Um, we've used LinkedIn fairly often to post a job and then uh you know get get applicants and um a lot of times I will just try to ask some deal breaker questions before before interviewing and you know ask about compensation or ask about you know how many hours they want to work if it's you know sometimes you're hiring for a part-time role they've we really need someone that can commit at least 20 hours, you know, or something like that. Um, so I, that's one way. And, you know, I've been able to quickly weed out without having to interview. Um, I think. Also, I'm just picky about who I interview, because um, I I mean, I really don't want to interview many people uh, because of, because of the time, you know, mm. and so. A lot of times if I if I'm you know, if I'm ready to interview, it's because I'm pretty much ready to hire unless you just really watch the interview, <laughs> you know, based on based on, you know, what I've seen on paper or your experience or checked your previous work or your portfolio, that sort of thing. Um so.
0: Yeah. I mean, one of the other things that comes to mind as well is do you always have to I mean, obviously we don't know what this um what this company is, but Do you have to hire? Like, is this something that you could find reputable freelancers, for example? Like, there's a lot of people going that way. There's a lot of good people that have decided, actually, I don't want to be an employee anymore, but I'm I'm going to do, you know, this is on a consultancy basis or a freelance basis or or something like that. And there are many, many different sites out there that can, can help with that. I mean, you could argue that you'll face the same sort of problem, but again, you can find you can go through the same process and it's looking at referrals from other people and, and finding things that way. Have you got any experience of that side of things?
1: Yeah, I've used uh, Upwork um, as a a place to hire freelancers. um, And I've been pretty pleased with that most of the time. I think you're right that a lot of times um, I might have, I might feel like I have lots of work for somebody to do Mm -hmm. and, I need to hire an employee because I can't do it all. Um, But I think you're right. I might be better off getting experts. And that's what you can do with something like Upwork is, you know, split the one job that you might get someone mediocre in three different areas, split into three small contractors, you know, and you might end up getting an expert for all three instead of someone mediocre. Uh, Hmm. So, yeah, I, I do... I do agree with you.
0: I think that's a good approach. Cool. Well, I mean, there's there's lots of sort of um, you know thoughts in there, and and I don't know whether we've sort of necessarily solved this challenge. I I don't think you ever solve the challenge of hiring. I think no. it is unfortunately one of those things that is just a constant, especially in a growing company or you know a company where there is high turnover, which is another thing all on its own. It's like well, you know, if you're constantly having to hire, then maybe and it's not because you're growing. Maybe you have got to look at your you know your, your culture or or, or 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 what it is that you're sort of doing within the business that is causing the the turnover in the first place because it is a headache hiring is a headache and it can get expensive and time consuming as this person is finding out so um thank you very much adam for your um, you know for your input and your your uh, your your, uh, your knowledge and expertise.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: And um, just as a reminder, um, the website is projectionhub.com. If people want to check out uh, what you do there, just give us a quick um, overview of what it is you guys do.
1: Yeah, at Projection Hub, we help entrepreneurs create financial projections, uh, oftentimes for uh, raising capital from investors or uh, for banks um, or just for internal planning as well.
0: So that's it for this episode I hope you found it valuable. I hope you got some great ideas that you can take away and apply to your business to help you grow. If you did, please share it with somebody else that might also find this valuable because they will thank you for it. Also to let you know that I have a podcast gift page where I put a lot of resources that I love to share with my listeners. You can find the links to join the Facebook community there and you can get my book, the Conversational Relationship Marketing and the audiobook version all for free, plus a number of other resources I'll be adding over time on that page. So make sure you head there to thinklikeafish.co.uk forward slash podcast gift and you can help yourself to the things that make most sense to you. And if you have enjoyed the show, please make sure you're subscribed. You'll get updated as the new episodes come out. And finally, last favor, please consider giving the show your honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I read every single one. They mean the world for me. I love hearing from my listeners and it does help others find the show as well. So if you want to go and do that, I'd really appreciate it. Until next time, have an awesome day and we'll speak soon.